We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, He trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly. Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. It is a beautiful, well, beautiful rainy day, but it's not cold. Here in the heart of God's country, it is a Monday, the 12th day of February in the year of our Lord, 2024. I am here. The ladies are here. That was are, a big sigh. How are y'all? Yeah, what was it? <sighs> well, I'm coordinating getting an Apple Watch to Auburn. Oh. And so I'm not really focused on the show just yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm happy to be here. Y'all don't live that far from Auburn. Why don't you just write it down? Well, no, Jared's Jared's going to Auburn at lunch today, so I'm trying to get... Him to carry it. Jeb that's at home to take the watch to Jared so he can take the watch to Jennings. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, She's running the Seaside Half Marathon this weekend. Oh, good for her. 13 miles? Yes. Uh, It's really... 13.1. 13.1. 13.1. If you want to be specific about it. I had to think about what the point was. <laughs> but yeah, she's not a runner at all, and she's been training for weeks. And so. Really? Anyway, yeah. But I guess it's not. So I've heard important. it's really fun. Hopefully they have good weather. It was pretty flat, I'm sure. Yeah, and beautiful. Yeah. I'm really Sunny. actually happy to be here. It was an interesting weekend. We had, uh, we went to the Alabama GOP dinner. That was the whole thing. So many thoughts, and I'm not sure I can say them all on air. I know. <clears throat> should, I, should I wish that I had gone? You only should wish you would have gone <laughs> only for the side eye and the top secret, boy, I wish I could text you right now kind of situation. Really? Yeah. And I mean, um, I put out the word that anything that we've done to infuriate anybody is mostly y'all's fault. It is. And you know and what? apparently it was. It, I... <laughs> You know, received some delightful glares. That was fun. I missed them all. I don't know if if they were directed just purposely just to Amy Beth. Mm-hmm. But well, I'm I was the one there. that said the thing I said. So I I'm spicy today. Right. I um, own it um, because I was explaining to somebody that it also had to do with some trading that happened. Remember the whole like insider trading mm-hmm. stuff. Do you just remember the whole People thing knew we it talked really about? Really well. Really well in the stock market. And I forgot about and that. Combined okay. with visits to look really good, and I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. but today I am full of spice, and mm-hmm. I have no room in my life for that. So we received some glares. Okay. I own that. Okay. And Allison was oblivious because she was like, <laughs> "No, we were in line, <laughs> and then we decided to get out of line, and then we're like, we're just having fun being together." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the funniest part. Let's just go back. Because we've got the Republican Party winter dinner. Yes, the winter with dinner. With Kellyanne Conway. Mm-hmm. Okay, going on at the Sheraton. Okay. Right across. <laughs> You've got Comic Con going on. Really? Let me say that one more time. How did you, Comic Con. How did you tell the difference in the two crowds? I mean, Barely. I saw my first furry. Really? And but that's I mean, probably, look, I'm going to Do you have the pictures on your phone still? I took, yes, I took. I took pictures. It was it was the most bizarre. Yeah, but I'm okay with it at Comic Con. If you're dressed up like, like a like a no, space no, no, invader, no, 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 you don't understand. No, no. They were doing weird things after they went uh, to the convention. I'm sure. So they weren't just dressed up. I mean, they weren't just. No, okay, look, part of it dress up. 
pretend. We, we were so we had coffee with be Will before the event, okay. and so we're sitting in our favorite little coffee place. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I see Will and Chris's face, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> What's going oh, on? Oh, dear. Like, and they talk loud. Mm-hmm. Will can take it down a thousand. Chris just, <laughs> just has one yeah. volume. Okay. And, and I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And so then they start talking because okay. they're flooding the coffee shop. I don't realize, like Allison says, they're going to be amongst us. And yeah. so then they discuss their age and their body composition and what they're wearing and all the things, but just sciencey boys. And then we all get together and then our husbands are together and they're walking <laughs> with some of the people going to Comic-Con. Did you hear what the guy said? Okay, so Jared and Chris are walking in front of Amy Beth and myself. Okay. And one of the guys that was not with the GOP, he okay. was with the okay. CON. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're interchangeable. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, <laughs> walks up, like literally Jared and Chris are just walking down the hall. This guy comes up and shoves himself right in the middle of them. For real. Really? Yes. And What's I he thought it was funny. He actually was in just like, it kind was of kind of a weird comic booky hoodie. Yeah, it was like it had little comic book characters all over it or something. Oh, okay. No, so. no devil horns or anything. But huh. he walks up in between them, and I thought it was kind of funny, so I took a picture. And but turns out the guy went up and started bashing Republicans, like went off about climate to the, to change. Them, yeah, to Jared, and I'm like, why would you mess with the seven foot guy and the guy <laughs> that was a state championship wrestler? Right. Like you're just an idiot. Right. right. So Jared was like, I had to just go right, and I left Chris with him because I was about to lose my mind. Anyway, these people got some gumption. They really do have some gumption. And the good thing for Chris is if you're at a certain height, he can't hear you. <laughs> So he just, yeah, you know, know he just looks at people. And, you know, Jared and Chris have looks. Yeah. They can cast some side eye like I've never seen, yeah. both of them. And so it was fantastic. But to see them with these Comic-Con guys and girls, and then they're walking toward us and girls in strongman suits with big mustaches. Oh, they had like the yeah handlebar mustaches it dressed was, in like hot pants. Did. Yeah, girls, but it was weird, and you just got this, wow, they live in their parents' basement. They probably are baristas during the day, (laughs) and I'm not sure what their life goals are, but it was to at least make it to this conference and dress up. It was unbelievable. I've, I've never... Unbelievable. But Allison snapped some pics. I'll show you, dude. Show me some. funny. Yeah. It's hysterical. Did you? Okay, so, so what? So it's more than just dressing up like Darth Vader, huh? Scott. Like, oh, or, I did see. Or like a, uh, what's the other one? Stormtroopers. Storm yeah, it's yeah. more than that. I it's saw an Obi-Wan. Okay. But then you get into like the weird anime characters, which I have, Collins loves anime. Okay. because she's Asian, I think. <laughs> but <laughs> is that... Is yes, that that's probably bad. I, yes. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, it's I just, it's weird. Anyway, okay, so, so she loves anime, and I think Does it's just. Does she run with her arms backwards? <laughs> 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 they do that on the little cartoons. They do. They and do. It also is like Speed Racer. Go Speed Racer. Okay, anyway, I don't even know where I was going. Oh, but um, they were dressed up dressed like, like anime. anime and furries. Like, they had the big. Suits like the heads that go on legit that look like wolves and like cats. This guy? And, 
Yes, 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 yes. I mean, it made you feel a little creepy crawly on the inside. But then you put them with like all these elected officials that think they're super important. And everybody's like mingling in the lobby. And yeah, it just that's was funny. awesome. It, yeah. it was. It couldn't have been more. I, I don't even know. It was hilarious. It was funny. But what did so you think? Everybody of- there was pretending to be something they're not. Yes, except for me and Allison and her husband. <laughs> there you go. I'm solidly conservative. Even though oh, I'm you're gonna, going to I'm, yeah. I'm glad handing with all the gambling that we're going to get to today, and I'm uh, going to make money off of it. But I want you to think I'm spectacular. <laughs> I, I pictured them going, hey, hey, secretly, I'm for the litter boxes in the bathroom. <laughs> yes. You know, like, yes. yeah, I got your back. I can't say it publicly. I got you. They probably were doing those devil signs like that one little rapper was doing at the Super Bowl. Oh. Did y'all see that? That made me feel real sick when Scott showed that to me, by the way. Uh, Speaking of anime. Did you not see it? Keep going. Are we going? Are we switching over? No, to the no, I, don't I just want to switch. I, I, you don't want to switch yet. The GOP dinner was something, and I'm glad I went. How was the speaker? Um, Kellyanne Conway. Everything I thought okay, it should be. I gleaned a couple of things that she said really well. I thought pro-life wise, there were two takeaways that I enjoyed mm-hmm. because I feel like there were arguments that she made, and one was when it comes to being pro-life, don't be an ostrich, be a peacock, be proud, and be pro-life. Okay. But also, get the pro-choicers and those who believe in the extremes of abortion to defend their position. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's really, that's really good. Um, because she talked about giving anesthesia to 15-weekers having in utero surgery. They can feel pain. And relating that to talking to those on the other side. And so those were the things that I was like, all right, I can take, I can take that home with me. Okay. Other than that, I was like, well, desserts aren't really that good. Yeah, I thought she was terrible. Really? She I was, just am not a fan of hers in general. She, I find her kind of grating and annoying. And and th- some of the things she said, and <sighs> I don't know. I feel badly saying that because I feel like I'm supposed to support her. Because she she says some good things, and she's I like that she doesn't really mince her words, mm-hmm. and she'll just say it. But it seemed like she, and she talked forever. We even left early. Way too long. It's like she, she went wanted on for to another hear twenty talk. Another 20 minutes, Allison. Okay, that's ridiculous. And there really wasn't much substance. It was just regurgitating. Like, she was just a surrogate for Trump, which I right. guess is what she does now. But I just was not, usually I enjoy those dinners. And Maybe you've I'm been to so enough gl- of them now. You're like, hmm. So glad I went because it's always good to see people and make connections <laughs> and do all that. But as far as her, I just was not a fan. And it's interesting. We have a friend of mine that's calling in at 926 to talk about some issues going on um, with gambling and kind of what's going on. But during the speech, she mentioned that she was in Alabama on Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Remember that? We know why. Okay. And we know why. And we're going to talk about that. And that really... It was very... Chris did not know, and I explained it to him, and he was like, oh, oh, dear. How did you find out? I was standing right by you. Or no, it was, uh, 
Well, I'm not going to say who I okay, was standing okay. with. So we were standing together. And they said why you she was You may there. have been talking to somebody else when yeah. we are our dudes, and I lump Brian in that group, yeah. were discussing. Oh. So I... See, I didn't find out until after the event why she was there, and I thought that was weird. The other thing that happened, Scott, mm-hmm. you're going you to You're going to tell me what this was? Yeah, we're going to tell you. Yeah, on oh, the yeah, air, absolutely. off the air. No, off the air. Well, no, I'll tell you on the air. Yeah, but it's a teaser because it goes in with the interview that we have coming up, but... What's her name? Givens, Givens, Givens from Baldwin County Republican yeah, yes. that passed the baby box. Yes. Yes. Um, bill, which was a great bill. Okay. Okay. And so John Wall was giving out awards to these legislators that did conservative things mm-hmm. and he gave one to her. She takes her award. Okay. For, and Kay Ivey was there, which okay. was crazy because I haven't seen her out in forever. Well, she gets her award and then she asks John if she can say something from the microphone. And so she goes up and she looks at the governor and says, Governor Ivy, I just want to thank you because you are responsible for this bill. She said, I came to you and you gave me your blessing mm. to 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 yes. file and lobby yes. this bill. And so this is for you. And I'm like, when what? in the hell county do we ever have to ask the governor? Like the legislature is supposed to be legislature is supposed to be a separate entity. Yes, it is. You don't go to the governor and ask for her blessing. Like, and that was my biggest takeaway. I'm like, we are so... I'm telling you, years ago when, when, when Republicans took over, and it was a it was a tidal wave mm-hmm. change, mm-hmm. and the Republican leadership started centralizing power around themselves, the legislature lost a sense of who it was, mm-hmm. who it is, who it... And, and, and what she is saying seems to be the dynamic now. You have to ask for blessings, or what did the governor say? What did this say? What did the leadership say? Oh, can I do this? May I please? Can I say this? I can't do this. You're going to kick me off a committee. It is a weird thing. They centralized power, and that was a terrible thing to do. Yep. But Republicans are people, too, and, and, and they couldn't take the power, and, I, and they don't understand what it used to be like. And I did not know how bad it was until I ran for office, and I was told I had to go kiss the ring mm-hmm. to get their blessing. Yeah. It didn't used to be that way. Uh-huh. But there was one other thing that was said at the dinner, and I want to bring this up to both of y'all, because I know you heard this, too, and I forgot until you All just right, said you what you said. better save it. we got to take a break. Okay. It w- Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We appreciate you listening to the show. We've got a special guest coming up now, Tyler Thrasher, who is, uh, let's see, Allison, a regular citizen, regular guy who decided to get involved. And he's so regular that his wife is the one that has taken me through about six different hair colors over the past 15 years. <laughs> and that's actually how we met. Um, through his sweet wife, does great hair if y'all need any recommendations. Mm -hmm. But he, I I asked him to come on because he's learned a lot over these past few years. He literally is just a regular guy that loves his community, loves his kids, loves Alabama. And after, just like most of us during the pandemic and the election fraud in 2020 got involved, and lately he has been taking up arms and trying to educate people about the gambling bill that is very seriously coming down the pipeline in Alabama. Like, you know this has and been I heard planned. it was one of the worst, which I think is fascinating, one of the worst ones ever. One of the worst ones, most comprehensive ones ever. And so Tyler has kind of gotten involved 
and he's getting a big dose of reality. And so I just wanted him to come on and kind of talk about what he's found out and what's been going on in Alabama from just, it's literally just like us. He's not an expert. He's just someone who cares. Welcome to the program, Tyler. I hope you're well. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me. And like like Allison was saying, um, and I think most of us just woke up one day in the pandemic uh, doing all the COVID stuff and that life and stuff. And it's like, something's not right. And, you know, just start paying attention to things in the local community and also things going on at school. And, um, you know, one thing led to another. And, um, that's kind of how I kind of got involved with watching what's going on in Montgomery. So. Right. So what, okay, you you started getting involved, really it was the election integrity stuff is what got you going in COVID and what was going on That's in your right. schools. How did you get involved with all the gambling stuff? I mean, when did you realize, because we've talked about gambling in Alabama for years. It's been on uh, the right. ballots and the people have voted it down since what, 1990, Scott? I, you're oh, not that way, old forever. I mean, forever. And for some reason, our leadership keeps thinking that this is something that the people really want, even though we've said no. How did you get involved in what? Kind of tell us where we are in all of this right now. So the, the bad story, how I got involved, is, um, and what really what pulled me all in really was, I think, you sitting in my wife's chair that day and I contacted a new self-casual, which ran a lot of the numbers around the country about the election integrity thing. Um, that's how you and I got connected. And we, we brought him into town so he could explain his foundings to the people and understand what was going on. And that, that was kind of what woke up the Republican Party because we got a bunch of pushback from asking the questions and raising the hands because people were starting to hold back donations to the party here locally in the Shelby County, Jefferson County area because people were not confident in their votes. And so... That's what brought the forefront of the whole election integrity thing to, to light. So now you fast forward to where we're at today. Uh, I wanted to get involved. How, how can I get, I don't want to be a politician. I don't want to go to Montgomery. I don't want to go to D.C. But how can I get involved and really make a difference? And that's where, you know, joining some of these grassroots efforts like local Eagle Forum and some of the other ones that are out there or even, uh, uh, even joining like the executive committees. So you got like the Jefferson County Executive Committee, which I'm a part of, the state executive committee, which you're a part of. And there's some, uh, you know, that's where, that's where the, the state politics, the county politics are kind of formed and are birthed out of these uh, organizations. So I got involved and then I started seeing things and hearing things. So now fast forward to now we got this gambling bill. And it seems like every single session, every single session, we are talking about gambling. It's the most frustrating thing because, especially during COVID, when Governor Ivey was up there, shut down our, our businesses, shut down our schools, wouldn't let people reopen and go back to work and just drug this thing out for so long. And we had to send, I forgot how many people, three or 400 people had to go to, to Montgomery just to beg for them, the, our representatives, to beg them to push back on some of these vaccine things that was coming down on us, uh, some of these COVID policies. They weren't even going to talk about this stuff, but instead, they were down there talking about gambling. And it's so frustrating because, from my understanding, is that the Republicans in the state of Alabama, they tout themselves. 
as we're the most conservative party in the union. And we have the largest, Alabama, uh, Alabama has the largest uh, Republican party. And I think that's including the executive parties and all that. But we have the largest influence, largest party in the country. And we talk like we are the most conservative. But we're down here talking about gambling on and on. And this book, this bill that we have right now has got so much momentum behind it. And it is so scary when you really break it down. And we'll talk about that today. But this ha- this this bill is going through the committee. And I think that's something we also need to talk to also is the processes and who's involved. And understand, like, if we're the Republican Party, how is this stuff even making it to the floor for a vote or even making it out of committee? to even have a vote or why is the governor standing up from the public and saying hey we just need to let the people vote you know like <laughs> no but no. is it it and we kind of teased this i don't know if you were listening before but that's why kelly and conway was in town uh, monday and tuesday and she spoke about that <clears throat> at the dinner and is that yeah. what you're hearing as well, that she came down to lobby our legislature and on behalf? Because she and the governor are obviously tight. They mm-hmm. She talked about the yeah. governor and their relationship for a long time. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're hearing, that that's why Kellyanne was here to lobby the legislature on and to I, support gambling? I can tell you, I know the person's plane that flew her down through connections, people I know, and flew mm-hmm. her back up, and they are livid to find out that she was flown down here early to talk about gambling. So she came in early. Uh, there was a breakfast meeting. I'm sure there was other meetings. But this weekend when I was talking to my representatives that I ran into, what I found out was that Kellyanne Conway came down and there was two meetings going on for her. I don't know if it was just Republicans or for the legislation. And I had Republican counterparts that I talked to said, oh, there's two meetings like they had no idea there were two meetings and it was it was specifically hey tyler we've got to take a break real quick but on the other side i want you to talk about the resolution that you wrote uh you're listening to alabama unfiltered radio we'll be right back welcome back into the program everybody alabama unfiltered radio i am scott beeson the ladies of liberty are here as well tyler thrasher is with us talking a little bit of well, the number one most important issue in the state of Alabama, at least according to our elected officials, is gambling. Because that will fix all of our problems. Even the people who are for it, do they really think it's going to fix our problems? You know what I'm saying? I, it'll fix their money problems. I think that's... And that's it. Are you I'm talking about legislators? No, or are you about regular about, people. No, they don't understand that even if you're for it, there's a... Maybe a, there's a bad way and maybe there's a... Less bad, bad way. way of doing gambling, and this is like the worst possible way. And so, Tyler, who ran and was elected to the state executive committee for the Republican Party, mm-hmm. decided to write up a resolution. Okay. Which, you know, I've you, done before. You, you write a resolution, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. submit it to the steering committee, and, and it's a resolution. The votes whether or not it goes out to the whole executive committee to vote on the whole nine yards. I've, I've had some of those that. Well, when the when the state executive committee decided it was against Amendment One, Bob Riley was a new governor, and um, most of the conservatives were, were against it. We had a resolution done; it made it out of the steering. This is the old days. What's what's when Amendment One? Amendment One was the largest tax increase in state history. Two, oh. Was it two billion? 
I don't know what it was. It was a lot of money. We just called him Billion Dollar Bob, so mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was $1 billion. But think of the difference in the state party, the steering committee and the executive committee, when they were willing to go on principle and have a resolution opposing the governor's position on taxes, which was reflect the people of the state were opposed to it, too. I mean, that, that took some, uh, you know. Apparently, that was taking that's a stand. not happening today. Right. Because, Tyler, what happened with your uh, gambling resolution? Yeah, so and we got a lot of packed in here. So I'm going to move pretty quick. But okay. uh, I, I, I presented a resolution basically saying that the Republican Party, we're, we're not we're not going to talk, discuss, do anything with gambling. Like, we have other issues. And so it didn't make it out of the committee. So it didn't make it to the floor for uh, the executive party to uh, vote on it. And the so, wait, 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 Tyler, much, Tyler. So your resolution yeah. didn't say this is a terrible plan. It just said, hey, look, we need to be doing other things before we were messing around with gambling, basically. I wasn't in the room, so I don't know what the conversation was. I just know that the Republican uh, executive committee cannot pass a resolution to say that gambling's not worth our time. Mm. That's all I can say. And, and normally, normally I, I wouldn't bring these matters up, you know, outside the walls or whatever, but this is such a 911 right now. Because of the momentum, you, you've got every force in Montgomery right now pushing this legislation. And what's in this legislation is they're they're going to open up up to ten casinos in our state. And there's four counties that's listed where they have casino license. All right. So I live in Birmingham, not too far from the horse track. That's definitely going to be the Jefferson County is was supposed to have just one in the Birmingham area. Well, now the Port Street the Indians have got in and have requested that one of the licenses actually comes back into Birmingham. So Jefferson County inside the Birmingham city limits could have two casinos open up. And my guess is that they would put that up closer to Gardendale, Fultondale, or either just north of the Civic Center. That's just my guess. Mm-hmm. But all right, but there's, there's more than this village is that. So we're going to have casinos pop up everywhere. This isn't your grandma's gambling bill. This isn't what you think coin slots all that. The big thing on this also, not only will you have all those casino licenses up and up, you're also going to have online gambling coming straight to your phones. So right now there, there's this pandemic and what y'all referenced to earlier. There's a 60-minute video, I think it was out last week, and they're talking about this pandemic with online gambling. It really hits the uh, guys, males between age 24 and 35. And there is a pandemic right now, major addiction, where AI is now involved with gambling. And you can get you can get these uh, apps on your phone, and you can make bets like last night, for an example. You could probably bet on, will this drive score a touchdown? Will this drive score a field goal? Like, the information is coming so fast from AI that they can put together betting all around the world on nothing like matches like that don't instantaneous mean reality real time highly super addictive so what 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 our politicians are saying right now is that in order to raise funds for our state we are willing to prey on people with high addictive qualities because ai and these companies like FanDuel and these companies that have these out they have so much data it's just like any marketing company 
or anything. We are so data rich in this company. And they, marketing companies know how to touch the person, what will make that person react, how much will they spend on this item, and all mm-hmm. this. So they have all this data to go and attack these people on their phones, and they know what will trigger them to throw a bet. So what our politicians are saying, all right, and I want to be clear, we have some, we have some warriors in the trenches that are fighting back, and we need more people in the trenches fighting back because a lot of people are saying, I will vote no. But they're afraid to stand up, all right? So we need people in the in the trenches to stand up because right now, if we pass this bill, not only will our Republican Party and our state be morally bankrupt and they're passing something that's completely unethical to take advantage of people that are in these situations that are highly addictive, but the other thing is in this bill, the control and the people that would make the committees that we set up and the power and the control of the governor so you have to sit here and see, even if you like gambling, I support gambling, all right? I want you to sit back and think for a second. If we had 10 casinos, billions of billions of dollars coming into our state, do you think you will have control of your party? Do you think you will have control of your governor? Do you think you will have control of any of your representatives that's making decisions about your schools, making decisions about your health care? your jobs, health crises, vaccines, all that stuff. Do you think for a minute you will have any say-so over your governor that is going to be completely controlled and picked out by the gambling resolutions? If you don't believe me, ask anybody involved with politics in Mississippi. You cannot get anything pushed through without the blessing of the gambling legislation, whatever. So, what we need to do moving forward is we need to encourage our legislators don't attack these guys because you do have some warriors out there but we need to encourage them to not only vote no but also stand up so this is going through committee i think today so what that means is that we have a group of people that decide on what bills and they argue back and forth what's in the bill and then they push it out they approve it and then it goes to the floor all right so this is in the house it will probably be voted on in the House Thursday. It looks like it's going to pass the House. And then it will go to the Senate. And the Senate will have to vote on it. And right now we have a small margin in the Senate. But there's still time for all these lobbyists and all these bills to go down that they can still flip the Senate. So Yeah, I heard that we like need 21 yay votes in the Senate. And they have 19 for it. Yes. So yes. we We're can't take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and, and I'm going to tell ahead. you too, what I'm hearing and from what, what they're telling me in private conversations, they're just about every single lobbyist in Montgomery is pushing this. And there's so much pressure being put on these representatives that that's why some of them are caving. And so they need to hear. And I heard this from more than one person. They are not hearing from the gambling, anti-gambling people, but they are hearing from the pro-gambling. And I told them the reason you're not hearing from us is because we've been saying no, 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 and y'all been saying no, no, no all this time that we don't think we have to say anything. Tyler, we got to go, buddy. We appreciate the work you're doing, man. Tyler, thanks for all your people. Thanks, Tyler. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. The ladies of Liberty are here. 
Um, Tyler Thrasher was interesting, and, and I wish, I don't know, I wish we could talk to talk to folks more about getting involved. But but when they start to see how things work, I know it is frustrating. But but he was making the point. And then we all need to remember this. Even if we're for it, we think we're for it. Um, he's telling the truth about Mississippi and, and other states. Once you empower people, if you give someone the way to, and I'm going to be honest, gambling is quote-unquote easy money because the house wins. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. You, you're, not, you're not going right. out and buying, you know, you're not... You're not uh, digging up iron ore and smelting it and, you know, and then getting the blast furnace out and then making iron and selling the iron and somebody else is going to use the iron and they're going to bring rubber in and make tires. And you're not you're not putting all this stuff together. You've got this very simple model. And the house wins. You take you take people's money. That's what that's what it is about. It's not about whether or not you can be a winner, too. It's about they're going to take your money. They're going to take most people's money. That's the, that's the way it is. That is the business. And very powerful groups, when, when they are very powerful, legislators tend to have to ask them for permission to be able to do something. Hey, are you for this? And, and, it, and it'll turn out to be that it's any economic incentive package all kinds of policies. They will they will play in things that really don't affect their business because they can. And people say, well, no, Scott, that's not the way it is. No, that is absolutely the way it is. And here's, here's my example of how you could know that. For people who are a little bit older, remember back, I don't know, maybe 15 years. There was no talk in the Alabama legislature about what the Porch Creek Indians thought about anything. No one cared. Maybe 20 years. And then when the Porch Creek Indians managed through to wrangle through federal courts and, and frankly, state government who turned a blind eye early, maybe for good reason or maybe for certain reasons, and they began to make hundreds of millions of dollars, it is a smart move for them from a business standpoint, a strategic standpoint, to take it and say, hey, you know what? We'll take some of these millions and we'll start playing in legislative races. We'll start playing in the governor's races. And all of a sudden, they became a powerful entity. And that is what occurs when you do these kinds of things. So if we're okay with having to ask the gambling interest what we can and cannot do, very similar to the situation you said where the legislator at the, at the winter dinner thanked Kay Ivey for a bill that was about, hey, let's have a place where if someone's going to abandon their child, don't just throw it in a dumpster, put it here and somebody can save its life. Yep. If, if that kind of thing has to be run by the governor, we should easily be able to tell that any sort of legislation will have to be run by whoever the gambling interests are. And that's just the way it is. I mean, think about it. You think about anything. There's two roads that need to be paved. One's on the way to the casino, and the other one's by your house. Which one's getting paved? That one. You've got you've to expand an interstate. Which one gets expanded first? 
the one that gives easier access to the casino. That's just the way it is. And we, we're going to take our own money. We, the people, take our money, give it to them at the casino, and then they're going to use our money against us in the legislature. Is, uh, that, am I, am I, is there anything where I'm missing it at all, no. as painful as it sounds? It's very painful. And, you know, last week we talked about, well, what, what, is the, what does the Bible have to say about this? Mm-hmm. I mean, because we are still a state that has a lot of churches. Right. And a lot of people who were there yesterday mm-hmm. trying to figure out what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Um, but it talks about that the plans of the diligent lead to abundance, but everybody who's hasty comes only to poverty. You are praying, I love what Tyler said, you're praying upon people's weaknesses, and that's evil. And so now you're asking the state government government, to bless what's wicked. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? Whether I want to do it or not. There's that's plenty right. of things I want to do that is not good for me. That's right. And that God says, don't do it. It doesn't mean I don't that I don't want to do it. That's right. But I shouldn't. We got to take a break. Welcome back to the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. If you want to join the show, the number here is 1-800-289-9228, 1-800-289-9228. And before we move on, any last thoughts on gambling? Yeah, I just saw um, on the Twix, mm-hmm. the Twitter X, that there's some questions about whether the gambling bill has Medicaid expansion mm-hmm. embedded in it. Yeah, some people sent me that question over the weekend, and how evil? Well, what I how guess, what I figure, can you be? <laughs> hey, if they're going to be unconservative, they might as well go all the way. But- my thing is, my guess is because you can't have a bill that deals with two different issues, really. But my guess is that they're probably going to earmark the revenue from gambling for Medicaid. And that'll just be part of, hey, this is what we're doing. This is the rate we're going to tax gambling at, and then we'll send the money to Medicaid. So it'll be sitting there Um, teed up for when they want to expand Medicaid. And when someone says, yeah, but where are we going to get the money? Oh, it's already been earmarked over there by the gambling legislation. Well, what about <sighs> the ultimate Hegelian dialectic of providing for mental health services as well? Did you see that part? Well, I know they always earmark some money to uh, combat gambling addiction. So I love that. I love the, you know, we have a problem. We don't have enough money, which is a lie from the pit of hell. Oh, wait, look at this. We know there's going to be a problem. It's called addictive gambling, predatory gambling. Oh, look, we have a solution. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll use our money for it's it. It's mm. such a dark circus. I, I can't. When I was reading the notes this morning, I thought, you got to be kidding me. Do people believe that the money set aside for gambling addiction actually helps any sizable percentage of the people who are addicted to gambling? You know what I'm saying? Do, do, do people believe that since they set aside a little that the, I mean, cause part of gambling addiction is you don't tell everybody you're addicted to gambling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, you've yeah. already probably wrecked everything in your life before you get to the point where the, you're going to take state dollars to help you with your gambling addiction. It's just so hypocritical. I mean, we're, we're going to put something in front of you literally at your fingertips. We're going to give you more. You're not asking for it, but we're going to we're going to put some casinos closer to you even though you've never driven to mm-hmm. where is it when 
where's Wind Creek? Oh, oh it's Atmore. in Atmore. Atmore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've never even gone there, but we think it needs to be closer. And we're going to ruin your life. Oh, but then we're going to try and fix it by continuing to give you more and more. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so... How about we amend it this way? The state owns all the casinos. And every dollar of profit goes to fund Medicaid. No private industries. No private individuals. Because if it's really about access and and giving the people, you know. And we'll we'll make sure that it's even-handed and it's the best, most fairest. And uh, let's see... um, Let's see what kind of effort there is to give it all to the state. Mm, I'm betting all the lobbyists dry up. I'm betting the votes aren't there anymore. Because people have to remember, this is about making tremendous amounts of money. Regardless of what it does to people. Well, Scott, we have other things that hurt people. I know we do. But just because we have two bad habits or three bad habits doesn't mean that I should be volunteering for the fourth bad habit. We don't want to bless and sanctify it. Yeah. I mean, you get what I'm saying? No, I I have things that I do wrong. I don't need to add to that list. I probably need to reduce that list from a personal standpoint. And this is how stupid Republican leadership thinks you are. And Nathaniel Ledbetter and they all get up there and they say, we need to pass this legislation. Because there's so, I mean, there's all this illegal gambling going on. And I mean, we need to regulate it and tax it and be able to control it. Shut it down. There are laws on the books. If you mm-hmm. are really worried about illegal gambling and, and passing this gambling is not going to stop the illegal gambling. I promise you. Right. But, well, no, but, but, but here's have. what they will have. They will have more revenue. Okay. And then they will take... You gotta you gotta think about this like the person who's holding the monopoly, okay? The big boy. Which who is that? Uh, well, that's another good question. Who who are the people going to get these casinos and all that kind of stuff? But say I'm uh, Daddy Warbucks, okay. okay, and I've got Warbucks Casino. As soon as the state has millions of new dollars, I'm going to say, Governor, Mr. Speaker. Y'all need to crack down on this illegal gambling. Now, why would I do that? Because for every little illegal gambling establishment out there that I shut down, that they shut down for me using the tax dollars, I'm keeping all my profits. Mm -hmm. They'll use the tax dollars to shut those down because everyone they shut down sends me new customers. Right. So, So you won't see this huge expansion of illegal gambling. Because the legal gamblers are now incentivized to crush everybody else. But do you really think that... Oh, I really think the state will enforce the laws when it's it's pushing more money to their cronies. Right. But we could do it now. Oh, we absolutely could do it now. Absolutely could do it now. Yes. I just want people to understand that that's when you, you see it. It's not a concern for us. It's a concern for the business. I remember when we had some of those gambling discussions back in the day. And, um, and I was saying, because this is what I think the answer is. I'm not for gambling coming to the state of Alabama. But if you're going to have it, let everybody do it. Yeah. 
we three right here should be able to have our own little gambling establishment. If but it's not we, about cronyism and, and certain right. people getting rich, the select few, then let everybody then do let it. Then let everybody do it. And if it's not bad, because it's clearly not bad, if you're going to expand it to this kind of scale, it is not a bad thing. So if it's not a bad thing, then we should be able to do it. And you can have one in your, on this street corner, and I can have one down at that corner. What Does it really matter that much? And you know what they're doing? Which is the worst because I keep coming back to it, but it makes me more and more furious as we're mm-hmm. sitting here. Is it, it isn't just going to affect people coming to poverty, not being able to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. It's not just preying upon their worst. It is creating, you know, in school we had the three levels, the, the mm-hmm. top honor society people, then you had the middle of the pack, mm-hmm. and then you had the third. Mm-hmm. Just That's just what we have. Mm-hmm. So you've created a society of just little apparatchiks that do whatever they're told because they're so crushed into all I want to do. I'm so addicted. All I'm going to do is this. This is what I'm going to do. I don't have any money, so I have to depend on the government. Like, it increases government dependence. But think about it the next time a pandemic comes along. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the dominoes of not having people with character. I'm sorry. That's just what it is. Mm -hmm. And having leaders that don't have character. Because I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That's what they are. They're pieces of crap that don't have any character, that are going to prey upon the worst. And so the next time something horrible happens to us, you got a whole group of people already in line going, do what they say, do what they say. Mm -hmm. And our freedom is really, really gone. Mm -hmm. Really gone. Mm -hmm. From pieces of crap people right now who are working to be hateful toward its citizens. It's really terrible. Also, Kellyanne Conway, you should have just gotten up front when you talked the other night and said, I was here to lobby for gambling, number one. I think she was told not to talk about that. Exactly, which Mm -hmm. is, I would have more respect for you if you would just have said that from the -hmm. the get-go. Number two, I'd have much more respect from the people who are pushing this to just say, I literally don't give a crap about you. I want to make money. And the people who are telling me that we're bringing gambling, I'm going to make a lot of money. And I'm not smart yeah, enough wait, to go that, out and get a job. Right. I, I, don't, I don't know how to have a real job. I only know how to do what my betters tell me. And mm-hmm. only know how to go kiss the ring so I can do what they tell me. And y'all put me down here in Montgomery to do what they told me, not you. I have a whole lot more respect for you if you would just say, I don't care about you. I just want to get the, money. The officials? Mm-hmm. I just want money. That's mm-hmm. all I want. And I want Medicaid to be ready so I can have more voters. Mm-hmm. And I want the people who are gambling to be so poor that they have to depend on me so I've got more voters because I'm going to promise them till kingdom come. I mean, it is absolutely disastrous and diabolical and it will not be blessed. And the last thing I have to say is I hope that there are people ready if this passes to run in the place of the pieces of crap human beings and that's what you are. I'm sorry, that's what you are because you are preying upon the lowest of the low in the human heart. It is wicked that are ready to run in your place to primary you and get your rear end out because you don't deserve to be there. Well, we are supposed to defend the weak. Yep. And that includes, because I've heard a lot of times, it's kind of sad, you hear the people who say, I don't care, it's, a, it's an idiot tax, it's a stupid tax. Those stupid people. Well, the problem is, a lot of the people that I knew that had gambling problems were college-age guys. And they were the sons of people who would say, it's a stupid tax. Mm. Well, it's not really a stupid tax. Anybody can be addicted to these things. It's, it's the same, it's, it's the draw that I have when the, when the lottery's at, you know, a billion dollars. I only, you know, Lori and I will buy a couple of tickets. I, know, I might as well set my money on fire. 
But is there, there's that, I might. Somebody, somebody has to win. Somebody has to. And in that same draw, that feed, that, 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 that pull is the, is the same one that the, that the college guy has or the college girl or the, the whoever. That machine is right there. I, I can win next time. I know I'm behind, but I can win next time. And then you roll that all into they don't build casinos to lose off losers or winners or whichever one it is. They always win. And so, uh, you know, I have to ask the question, are we really defending the weak? And it's okay to say that somebody who's got, uh, who might get addicted is weak. It's okay to say that somebody who doesn't understand how it all works is weak. It's okay to understand that somebody who's, who's, this is their only way out and you're promising them that they may can be a winner too, that they're weak. It, it, it's okay to say all those people are weak. Are we defending the weak? And I don't think we are. Mm. And it's just a frustrating thing. I don't want to sound like I'm preaching, but I wish that we all understood what we're doing when I we do this. I think people take for granted that the people that that campaigned and lobbied and got elected based on conservative, traditional values, strong homes, you know, well, hard work. Well, they all work. say they're godly oriented. Right. And, and then they get there and, you know, for the steering committee of the leadership of the Republican Party of the most ruby red state of Alabama... Your steering committee, what, 17 people maybe on the steering committee? Yeah, I don't remember the number. And only one person could vote to pass a resolution to say we're not going to focus on gambling? Just to send it out to the membership right. to vote on it. Right. Only they, one. They don't even have the power. They were just sending it out. Only one could say, yeah, let's send it to the 300 or 400 members of the party mm -hmm. to see what they think. Yep. That's pitiful. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is mm -hmm. they couldn't do that. But they're defending the legislature saying, let the people vote. Mm -hmm. But they didn't want their own people to vote. It's hateful. It's, it's, it's frustrating. It really, really is. And what frustrates me is back before the Republicans got in the majority, we killed all this stuff. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That was, that a, that was That's what thing. I started working mm -hmm. uh, in this. That reminds me of a good point that I wanted to say. I read an article where this gambling legislation has all the Democrats' support because... The Republicans finally consulted the Democrats on what they would like in gambling. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did. I just think of Dukes and Boss Hog. I mean, we are going to become the movie version of what people think we are. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, Randall's coming up. Miss Love, Eric the Duck. Everybody wants to weigh in on this topic, so uh, we'll be here for you on the other side. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. The Ladies of Liberty, who have names, Allison Sinclair, Thank Amy you. Beth Shaver, are here as well, commonly known as Trixie and Dixie. Let's go out to your phone calls. What happened to Eric the Duck? He uh, ducked on out of here, apparently. He ducked on out. Hmm. Well, he'll be back. He quacked. He quacked too. out. He, he, uh He's departed, but... Who did? Who was the other one? I think Jimmy was, was on the line. Oh, uh, well, Jimmy and Eric, y'all give us a call back. We finally got around to the phone calls as is our usual way we do it. Let's go to Miss Love. Miss Love, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Uh, good morning to all of you. Good, good morning, morning Miss oh, Love. I want to say I'm sorry. God did not tell me. He just told me to do that about... um. 
Super Bowl. He didn't tell me what was going to happen to you, man. Uh, so. <laughs> no, you did great, Miss Love. Allison doesn't need any help or support. She's oh. a strong, independent woman. I need you on my side, Miss Love. That was funny, Miss Love. <laughs> that was funny. Well done. But I want to say this about gambling. Okay. Um, check your Bible. Read what Jesus said about gambling. Uh, you can also read uh, Luke twelve fifteen. You can read Matthew six twenty four, and there's others. See what Jesus said about the Bible, about gambling, uh, and about money, and the abundance of money, and trying to get rich quick. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna leave y'all with that, and thank you. Thank you, Miss Love. You have a Amen. great day. She's so sweet. Let's go to um, let's go to Randall. Randall, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Randall, we Randall, lost Randall hung up. Well, that means we get to go to Ole Miss faster. It's twice, I've lost Randall today. Okay, Ole Miss, welcome to the program. How y'all doing this morning? Doing okay, well, how buddy. Are you? Doing well. How are you? Good, good. Um, the reason I called this morning. Yeah. Is y'all are on the right track, but you're, you're taking the wrong lead. Um, okay. If you would realize the most powerful organization in Alabama is the education union. Uh, excuse me, not union, but the... Uh, the uh, AEA. AEA, the Alabama Mafia. Uh, Dr., excuse me, Don Paul Hubbard. Uh, when I first moved here in 90, our governor had to go kiss his ring to get the endorsement so he could get elected. I mean, it was on the news. He's going down to kiss Todd Paul Hubbard's ring today. He's going to be governor. Why do you think you can buy anything in Alabama? Why do you think they haven't bought the gambling yet? You need to put two and two together. Who's the most? I mean, they get more power taking our kids and uh, bringing CRT and telling parents to have no rights in the kids' lives. Think about it. Since 90, uh, our president said, you can go down and get your waivers and help educate your kids. And they squashed it. They said, no, that's too much money. Kids might learn something. You know, they want dumb people. Look at the people who has the most power. And if I tell you what, if he wanted gambling, it would have been here. There would have been a casino on every corner. Don't you think so? Well, they've tried a couple of different times to make sure that any of the revenues go to go to education. And that's usually the easy way to do it. But some of the problem has been it, it takes a vote of the people and the people have stood against it multiple times and it is one of these where the dogs are fighting over one bone and the, the fight amongst the dogs is they've not been able to agree how to divide the bone and that's really been the hang up is um, that's my, that's them, them going that's after the each other the money. that's right but the, the money power. brings more power that's it that's exactly right but if yep. you're in a position where you can dictate what goes on to the rest of Alabama without getting in that dog fight, how much money can you make? You, you can make a lot. And that's why I ask Ole Miss, you know, I want to say sarcastically, tongue-in-cheek, um, I'll, I'll agree to be for gambling. Just put me in charge of it. And I'll decide who gets it and see if they pass it. Let well, Scott Beeson decide who gets a casino and who doesn't and see if these cats go spend that money and beg for it to be passed. Because they won't. Well, let me, let me ask you this. 
Why don't we call our senators and congressmen and people of the state and ask them, why don't they fight so hard for our kids? Why isn't You're... there something for education on and before them instead of this gambling garbage? Well, why don't they? Why don't they make school choice where you and I can decide? And if, if oh, I want to send my kid to the local school, why aren't they well, that fired up about school choice? It, it's just like the uh, cannabis. That'll never be a, a dispensary in Montgomery. People are insane, and they're getting more votes. And oh, we're going to get marijuana. I mean, uh, a politician who advertises I'll get you marijuana, I'll be shot. You know, because all it is is just like the gambling. Oh, I'll get you. You'll be able to spend every dime you've got and bankrupt your family. Uh, in, in next year, I guarantee it. And it's been, what, 30 years? Yep. People well. in Alabama are gullible. You tell them, you tell them, tell something in their church, and you, you are all Christians just like me. They'll get up and they'll announce it in the church, and there won't be a peep said nowhere. Mm. Mm. I can't mm. disagree with you, old Miss. Yeah, Thanks for the right. call, buddy. Good dog. Be careful okay. out there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's so many things. I mean, this this legislature, this Republican legislature, is the one that was um, all bent to uh, legalize marijuana, too, right? Yep. Medi uh, oh, only medicinally, only medicinally. That was the quadrennium before. It but doesn't matter. It's the, same, much all it's the, the same. same Republicans. It's the same. Yeah, because that's going to make things better, right? Just makes things better. And it's gone so smoothly. Let's go to uh, let's go to Charles the first. We got two minutes. Charles the first of Duany. Welcome to the program. Uh, thanks for having me on. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. This this of money and power. Just think of Hubbard and Bentley and, like you said, the marijuana. And I want to know: Did we not elect any heroes, any good guys, anybody that'll stand up to? to kiss in the ring and let better and anybody else's name is where their little area might get money from casino. I mean, uh, Charles the first, yeah. we did. We did. And there are several of them there and we could name them by name. But unfortunately, they get put on a whiteboard in the governor's office and none of their legislation gets passed because they don't play by the rules. And they, and well, Charles the first, they came after there has been a mass forgetfulness um, in the state legislature, legislature, the senators and the House members do not remember. They, they weren't there. They have no recollection of what it meant to be independent. I'm just telling you, if, if I had found out my name was on a whiteboard at the governor's office when I was in the Senate, I would have gone over there and erased it and put mine at the top in bigger letters <laughs> and said, it's on because I'm in the Senate and I will kill your stuff. If you want to kill mine, I'll kill yours, and we'll all play that game. But they just don't know that that's that they have that kind of power because it's been sucked out of them. No, well, one, they, no, they one's, no one's done calling. it before while they were there. They need to start, they need to start calling the bluff of these people. Something's you got, got it. to stop this. This is decades. Charles, the first to do any. Talk to you later. Thanks for the call. Thank you so much uh, for joining us on this episode of Alabama Unfiltered. 